turn off your television sets. Turn them off now. Turn them off right now. Turn them off and leave them off. Turn them off right in the middle of the sentence I'm speaking to you now. Turn them off. Really should have charged my headphones before we got started. I am on Sarah. Well, you know what? We we gonna make it. We gonna make it. But thanks for joining us for another episode of um, last week's episode. I have taken the um most privileges away from D because she was ridiculous. So in order to restore order, I am back. Your main host, Ron and D. My co-host, how's it going? I'm fine. Listen, I was just telling the people what they wanted to hear. Okay, it's not my fault that we need to discuss these types of things, and you're not willing to go there. You know, hard-hitting facts, um, the 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 uh, uncomfortable discussions. You know, blame yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, seriously, if you haven't um, watched or listened to our Loki recaps, um, they were a lot of fun. So go back and listen to those. Um, we're, we're in a bit of a break right now, so we're actually going to make a pitch to you. We're going to tell you why you should be watching the next show we're going to be talking about, which is Apple TV's Ted Lasso. Now, D, yes. um, I think I like briefly mentioned this on on our um, best TV show uh, recap last year. Um, it was it was Courtney and her friend Sophie. So when we were on there, we were talking about this show. Like I know everybody gave me this crazy look, but uh, just gonna be like your impressions, like going into this show. Uh, like what were you expecting going into it, and then talk about like the show as a whole and like what you actually received, like like after you got done watching. Okay, so I'm not one of those people that are like, oh, everybody loves it, so it must be trash. Because some people are like that. They're like there's too many people that like it, so I have to not like it. Um, I expected it to be interesting at the least, um, but I I don't know. When I found out it was about soccer, I'm like, but I don't watch soccer. You know, I don't know anything about soccer, but it's so much more than that. And I was not expecting the feels, the kindness, the, the lessons, the just overall beautiful show that it is. Because it's beyond just the characters and the soccer and whatever else. It's just like, it's just real life, but it shows that kindness still wins. And I think the best part is that Ted is kind, but he's not overtly naive. You know what I mean? Like most of the time Mm -hmm. when you have these characters, they get taken advantage of and they get bullied and all these things because they're so naive and they think that, just being nice or just being kind is enough, but he knows, I guess, from years of being <laughs> that person, he knows that sometimes you got to fight fire with fire, and that doesn't mean you got to be a jackass about it. You can still do it in a way that gets your point across, which I'm sure we get to because there's like mwah, a moment in there that's just, I mean, <laughs> I mean, like. Yeah, we're definitely going to get to that because that's one of my questions. I feel like we're going to have the same answer. But so I had seen this show because Jason Sudeikis did promos for um, NBC Sports when they purchased the Premier League. Like he was the coach of Tottenham Hotspurs. Like they brought him in from America. He was doing these promos. So when he announced there was going to be a show, 
I was a bit skeptical. But what actually got me to watch the show is um, shout out to um, I, I watch a Manchester United um, fan channel, and shout out to uh, KG, the the comedian. He's the he's one he's the black guy in the pub. Like he does the Manchester United fan channel, and he also is on tap. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, okay. he so he was like he was like giving his pitch. It was like he was like, "Yeah, man, people really need to watch this show. It's not what they're expecting." Yada yada yada. So it was Christmas break. I had nothing better to do. I was like, "Let me watch it." I sped through these episodes in like two days. Yeah, it's like I wasn't doing anything else. So I sped through these episodes in two days. And um, and I can I mean, of course, D, you knew then, but I can't reveal this now. I was prepping for like a big move. I was really nervous about it, but just like you said, this is a very like uplifting and heartwarming show. And don't let the soccer deter you. Like even if you care nothing about soccer, and, and D can attest, like there are a lot of moments in this show that are just uplifting. Especially in the time right now, we're still dealing with this COVID thing, a lot of uncertainty. Like this is a really good show to watch right now. But what makes the show, in my opinion, is the um, the cast of characters. So one of my first questions to you is who is your favorite non-Ted character and why? This is difficult. Okay. Because I have two. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Two, they are Beard and Keely. And because one, it, it definitely just shows you there's, there are different people with different personalities, but kindness is the same. So Keely has this personality. She's just she's just all over the place. She's popular for being semi-famous. I think that's what she said she is. She's like, she's famous for being almost famous. And Beard is the assistant coach and pretty much best friend. To tell their best friends, right? Who's best friend? Yeah, yeah. And Ted's yeah, best, friend. best friends. But there's so much that Ted does that Beard is needed for to stick the landing that it just shows you that they are on the same wavelength. So even though they don't have the same exact personality, their kindness is is what is similar in all of them. Because Keely is just, I don't, of, of the women you expect to be beautiful and popular and dating this person and, you know, what we've somewhat seen around and they're flashy. And if you date an athlete, you have this persona or whatever else. She's not that. And even if she were, she'd still be kind, right? So she can be what people stereotypically think she is, but that doesn't mean she has to be a bitch because she's not. And that's just like the most beautiful part of it. And the show would not be the same without those two. It would still be good because, I mean, it's Ted, but the fact that they come in and show Beard, especially because he shows, you know, like another side of like he helps Ted when he does get a little naive because it's there. Beard kind of keeps him level, but Keely's on another spectrum and she can, well, on another side of it. And you see how she's just kind of keeping them level too. Not just, not just um, Roy, but um, Jamie Tart too. And that's not easy because <laughs> Jamie's a, you know, big ass narcissist, but it's just, it, it just shows you how people in, in general, like the heart is what it is. So those are my two favorites outside of, what about you? Yeah, for me, it has to be Coach Beard because Ted Lasso throws some dingers out, like some jokes, and the way that Beard just finishes them, like and he's like so deadpan, so you yes. can tell that he's used to this. Like, oh, <laughs> like when Ted said, uh, 
success is much like riding a horse. If it if it feels good while you're doing it, you're doing it wrong. And then Vera just like, I don't think that's right. But but yeah, just the <laughs> just the energy that these two characters have, like it's 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 wonderful. And um I forgot the actor's name who plays Coach Beard, but he and Jason Sudeikis have been like longtime collaborators. Like, if I'm not mistaken, he's one of the writers of um, Horrible Bosses. So he's kind Mm -hmm. of been behind the scenes, but now he's stepping into the forefront. And yeah, he's perfect for this role. So yeah, my my favorite character outside of Ted, of course, is definitely, definitely Coach Beard. Like their energy is just hilarious. Ronnie, if I get fired while I'm putting my cleats in my trunk, what happens? (laughs) <laughs> get the boot from the boots. <laughs> got the boot by putting your boots in the boot. And I'm like, what? It's so innocent. Like it's, I think that's just what it is. Like not all jokes have to be dirty to be funny. Not all, mm. you know, thing. And that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying dirty jokes aren't funny because they are. But I'm just saying there's so much more. And the fact that they made this wholesome show, even with it's cursing because I tell people all the time, I'm like, it's wholesome, but it's not safe for kids Mm -hmm. or work, but it's really wholesome. Mm -hmm. It's pretty much the truth. Like that's how, how life is. Courtney says stuff all the time, like stuff that's gray is usually more interesting and tell less. So when it comes to that aspect is great because you know, there'll be some that's saying, Oh my gosh, the language, this isn't blah, blah, blah. But I'm almost like, I kind of want my kids to watch it. I just don't want them to repeat it. Yeah, because there are, there are some there are some adult moments in the show, but at the same time, you get Ted, who's just basically Mister Rogers. So it strikes a nice balance. He's Mister Rogers. He's yeah. a millennial <laughs> Mister Rogers. He really is. It's great. It's if nothing else, like I I've seen a couple people say that the show is mid, which I expect. I mean, and it's not even like everybody doesn't have to like the show, right? Like sometimes people don't like stuff. I honestly can't see how you wouldn't like it though. Like the people that I know that said it was mid said they watched one episode. Well, how can you, 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 that episode you didn't like maybe, but I think those type of people didn't want to give it a chance anyway. Like they, they were like, mm. it's too many people talking about it. So let me be the contrarian because some people just are, but yeah. I, I honestly, I don't see how you can't like it or at least understand why it's so likable, right? Because mm. you don't have to like it. I'm not saying that you're a bad person or that you don't have good taste because you don't like the show. But if you're saying that the show is bad, then I think that you just have, you just got bad taste. That's, that's just the truth. So there's one show that I judge people for that they tell me they dislike and there's a connection here. Good place. That show is Scrubs. So if you tell me that you attempted to watch Scrubs and you disliked it, I'm like, hmm, I don't trust your judgment. But the same, the same is pretty much with Ted Lasso because it's funny enough that um that Bill Lawrence, who was the showrunner for Scrubs, is also the showrunner for Ted Lasso. So there are a lot of similarities. So to me, like yeah, like there's a lot in this show for for everyone. Like the like the humor, like plays on different levels so it's not just like to me like i can understand someone who doesn't like the office because i'm, I'm one of the people but because the humor is just one specific tone so if that's not your thing that's not your thing but this show has like so many different levels that like i truly believe there's something for everyone so mm-hmm. give it another shot if you watch that first episode and you're like hey give it another shot yeah. watch episode eight yeah which 
Perfect segue. <laughs> um, what's your? I I, I want to keep it like light on spoilers, so that's why I chose like this specific moment instead of going to like favorite episode. So let's yeah, let's just go into like one specific moment that's like your favorite moment of the show. And I think I um, briefly mentioned it. We may have the same one. Yeah, it's the darts. It's for it's sure the, the darts dart because it's just it's it's not just the 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 um, result of the game, which was fantastic in itself. It's the lesson that was taught during it because thankfully he didn't lose. But even if Ted lost the match, the lesson would have been the same. It wouldn't have been for Rupert because you know we'll get to him later, but the whole point of him being underestimated and people not being curious and people just hating something because they don't understand it was there. And it was just really nice to see, especially when you you're so used to hearing about these sweet kids or these sweet people or these kind people who are bullied just because of who they are. You know, it's, it's hard to see, especially in, in when it's depicted in film because they always get kicked around. They get, you know, thrown in a trash can, they get to do all these things, and then they're not respected until they change their personality or change their look or wear contacts or get their braces off. And it shouldn't be that way. You should respect this person because of who they are. And I think, too, that's another reason why Ted Lasso is so perfect, because he's still very nerdy. He's still very goofy. And he's who he is. And it doesn't seem that he has changed that from from who he is and I mean maybe he has everybody should change but it's not like he went and got you know his mustache shaved or changed his hair got some swag he's just who he is and it's like this is me you accept it or you don't right mm-hmm. and I, I I really really like that because it's shown that this person has grown up and become successful can we call him successful no, we can't. I mean, he, like, I mean, for all intents and purposes, he's a good American football coach. So he's a well-adjusted human being. We'll say that. Right, right. He right. didn't have to change and become a cool kid in order to be that. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And he also didn't grow up to be a super nerd jackass, <coughs> Elon. You know. So it's it's <laughs> it's just it's just it's it's the perfect show for saying you can be yourself and you will be okay. Like you will, you will, you can grow up and still be okay. Cause I mean, you know, he grew up, he got married, he had a kid and things changed, but still it's life. So yeah, my like spoiler alert, my favorite moment is of course the dark game. And it took me back to a specific episode of Scrubs. Um, the episode where, I don't know if you've seen Scrubs, but Glenn Terman is um, one of the patients. I love and him. He's very, he's very sick. And then he asked JT to, to sit in the room with him while while he's sleeping. I'm not gonna tell you what happens because it, it's such a it's such a touching episode. But it reminded me a lot of that. Like it it, it kind of pulls at those same heartstrings or whatever. But the the writing on this show, for it to be like a, a 30 minute comedy, like the writing on this show is so good because like the lead up to that dark game and how Ted was like telling the story of like how he became to be so good at darts like i was mm-hmm. like this is this is such good writing in like a such limited space so it just goes to show like just because something is comedy doesn't mean it it can't have you know the depth or whatever like it can't be you know it can't like pull it at these different things so yeah the dart game easily for me 
was like my 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 favorite moment. Like I I definitely love that. I did, and there there are others. You know the the love letter, <laughs> and um, Keely and um, Keely telling Roy's niece to describe him, like that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, and um, um, Rebecca and Ted after she revealed what she had done. It's just like there's so many moments, but by and you know large that dark scene is that's it hands down like i mm-hmm. usually have trouble saying what my favorite thing was but that's definitely it like i could watch it every day yeah i, I actually happen, I still <laughs> actually might run it back yeah <laughs> i could that's how right, we so, already know which episode it is. It's like episode eight. Exactly. Episode eight. And, um, I'm surprised like, I, I don't was, know like the minute marker. <laughs> yeah, I was anticipating the episode on my rewatch. I was like, it's because I didn't realize it came so late. I was like, oh, this yeah, is the I dark did. episode. So cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and yeah, then all the new funds. <laughs> <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> really... They go skim for the right. Right. Did they yeah. expire? Like, come on, Ted, please. please. Yeah, like Rupert's like, what? What? <laughs> he thought, oh, he's the worst. Are we gonna talk about him? Because I did talk about him. He's the worst. Yeah, let's let's go into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was saying that it's crazy how the most wholesome show I've ever seen in my life also produced the most evil villain I've ever seen. Because Rupert is is a villain. No question about that. He is. The problem with Rupert is what makes a villain scary to me is realism. And I don't mean like Monsters mm-hmm. scare me too, right? Of course they do. People that are possessed scare me, but people that actually could live and walk amongst us that have no regard for other people that are narcissistic and um, it's another word I'm looking forward to come to me later, but just really don't uh, care. Sociopaths, mm-hmm. they exist among us and Rupert is is by far <laughs> a evil person. But the only reason I don't think he's a psychopath or a sociopath is because he cares about hurting Rebecca's feelings. Like he's purposefully hurting her. Psychopaths just don't care. Like they, they don't have remorse. He's actively trying to hurt her, which makes it even worse because I keep trying to figure out what she did to him. And the answer is nothing. Nothing. He's just that, he's just that mean. He's just a mean man who has a lot of money. And that is scary because you know what that entails. He's a mean white man mm-hmm. with money. At that, on top of that, so it's just, it's just, it's it, he's just the worst, and it's, it's seriously, it, it need, we need him, you need him mm-hmm. because shows like, yes, you have these kind people, yes, you have these gentle people, yes, you have these people who can grow and be good and and great. You also have these real life people who are bad, who are mean, who don't care about anybody but themselves, and they exist. And sometimes these people exist together. So having Rupert have wins was important to, to see because you can see like even, even when you think he should be getting his comeuppance, it proves that not everybody does, or at least not in the way you think they should. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the realest part about it. But to me, like I said, that makes him the most realistic villain because he's very human. And most of us probably know a Rupert. Yeah, he's not like over the top at all. Like he's very much grounded in reality. Yeah. And and what makes him so evil is like you alluded to it. Like he just simply makes makes the choice to make this woman's life a living hell every day mm-hmm. he wakes up. So and and 
there are people out there like that. So yeah, they kind of make some. How dare you leave me? How dare you? Yeah. (laughs) You take, you take the abuse I give you, but you don't get to leave. Like you leave when I say you can leave. You don't leave on your own fruition. That's not how it works, but that's him. He's one of those. He probably thinks he's a nice guy. Well, no, I don't think he thinks he's a nice guy. He knows better. No, no. He knows better. Yeah. Yeah. He knows he's an asshole. At least he's got that awareness, but that's almost worse because again, when people don't know they're bad, if people know they're bad, then that means there's some room for maybe maybe to make them better. Like you didn't know you were doing these evil things, and now that you know they're evil, maybe you'll stop. Maybe, mm. but Rupert's like, no, I know it's bad. I know what it's doing to her, and I'm purposefully doing it because I want to. That's almost worse. Almost. I mean, it's bad either way, I guess. Mm. So D, mm-hmm. now that we've talked about like talked a little bit about season one because we still want you to watch the show. Tell me what you want from from season two. Um, I want everybody back for season two. I want I want Rupert to have some kind of mm-hmm. something. Like I, I I don't expect it truly. I think he's gonna get everything he wants, you know, because Whatever, not everything because the club, you know, it's going to be what it is. But I want him to feel something. And I don't want it to come at the expense of anybody else. Like I want him and him alone to to atone in some way for being an evil bastard. Um, The club, I want them to, I want them to thrive. I do. I want them to do well. They have to get, they're trying to get promoted, right? Yeah, they're trying to get promoted. I want them to get promoted. I want, um, I don't want any friction between Beard and Ted. Like I know sometimes shows do that. Like they, they Mm. make people break up and then get back together. I don't want that to happen. And I want Rebecca to be happy. Mm. That's what I want. What about you? So, I'm really interested to see what they do with with Jamie Tart. Um, do you do because because I really <laughs> like the really like the dynamic there between Ted and Jamie. Um, I really want to see what they do with Roy because if you don't remember, Roy injured himself, mm-hmm. so he's going to be kind of like a player coach role this season. So it's it's going to be interesting to see what they do with him, and of course, I I hope that they were able to fold in like more Premier League teams, get some more cameos. Like that'll be cool. So just to see that, because um, the soccer community is really embracing this show. Like it's it's really like top notch. So it's, to see like more of that will be cool. But yeah, like you said, ultimately I want them to take the next step to get promoted because. I asked you this a while ago, and you probably was like, "What the hell am I talking about?" But I told you, like, if you wanted <laughs> to know the path that I think the show is going to follow, mm-hmm. it's going to follow um, a team called Leicester City. Leicester City was um, they are a championship team, and and, and Beard and Leicester make the joke like, "How is the second level with the championship?" But no, they're a championship team. They were promoted, and then. The craziest thing happened. They actually won the Premier League, and now they're like consistently like one of the top like six teams in the league because they because they went the distance and they won the league the one time. They they now have a reputation of being like a pretty tough team. So I think that's what's happening here. I think 
they're they're going to get um, promoted. And then I think in the final season, you will see Ted win it all. I'm not going to go the smaller way. Yeah. I want <laughs> that, though. I don't want it to be like Friday Night Lights because <laughs> <laughs> as much as I like Friday Night Lights, I'm like, they lost? Mm. What? I don't want them to lose. I want them to win. Like like you said, I want them to like, I want it to end as happy as the show has been. I have no problem with it being a fairy tale because there's no way uh what was he a high school or college coach? Yeah, so he for American football. A, yeah, he coached the Wichita State Shockers, <laughs> which is a real school. It's a real school, but it's it's a D2 school. But like in what world does that happen where he moves <laughs> to he's in London, right? Mm-hmm. He's moved to London. He doesn't like y'all. He doesn't know the rules of the game. He doesn't <laughs> doesn't know what offsides is. He doesn't know. Does he even know how many play? He might know now how many players yeah, are on the field now. at once. He didn't know about penalty kick, like all kind of stuff. He he just didn't know. He didn't get the language, you know, um, <laughs> references. That's why the boots come in. But I don't care. I, I want it to be a fairy tale where he goes over there and he learns and through his learning, he grows and they win. That's what I want. Because the, the same thing. So let me make this comparison. So Manchester United currently has a manager who. When when they finally hired because he was a former player at Manchester United, when they hired him, they're like, what the hell are you doing? But he's. <laughs> Because he, he he coached like a lower level team in like Norway and like also like a like a lower level team in like the Premier League. But what he's doing right now, he's like a good player manager. So I say that to say like you can't you can't change that. Like anybody can have good tactics, but like the way Ted coaches, like he said, I don't care about wins and losses. I want to make these men be the best version of themselves. Well, guess what? They're going to be the um the best players they could be as well. Like for instance, like Sam, like seeing Sam come and they give you like short little glimpses of that seeing Sam come along over the season. He did that because of how Ted treated him. So, so yeah, Ted, like he has something that every coach needs regardless of the tactics. So I think once he actually learns the game, yeah, they, they could do some things and um, I'm interested to see it. You mentioned Sam, Nathan too. Nathan yeah. came along mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he was able to, he was, able to flourish and that's another thing i want to add the way ted treated nathan um shifted the way everybody else treated him too Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that just that's just a testament of how like your character is who you are so just because everybody is ignoring this very essential person doesn't mean you have to you can be kind to these people because you should be like this Mm -hmm. is a person that's in your club and the way they all rallied behind him and around him when he was promoted it was just beautiful and it's just it's just like on (laughs) another one of my favorite sports films remember the titans when he was like attitude reflects leadership captain and that's just the truth Mm -hmm. like they all became better or just more kind to each Mm -hmm. other and their teammates because that's how ted was and um it's just it was just really nice to see and it's motivational in itself just because it just shows you don't you can sometimes you can kill people with kindness i am also not nonviolent. just want to add that in there sometimes <laughs> you have to let people know but other times you can kill them with kindness and that's really what this is and i, I really like that they're taking that approach to it 
I mean, because we've seen we've seen the opposite, right? We've seen mm -hmm. the bully turn around and be the bullied, and mm -hmm. that's cool and all because it's it's what they deserve. But but like in the grand scheme, nobody deserves to be bullied, right? right? So this is just showing us like you don't have to you don't have to turn into the thing you hate. You can be who you are, and then just people will fall in line or they'll get lost. You know, get with it or get lost. And I like how everybody's kind of coming into the fold. And I mean, everybody, because Roy mm -hmm. even. And you're like, how is <laughs> this mean old man? He's not really that old, is he? Like, he's not. So The only Roy, person I can see him not changing is Rupert. Yeah, he's not changing Rupert. So, so Roy is a very, very, very obvious reference. And once again, Manchester United captain Roy Keane, who is His name is Roy Keane. Roy Keane, yeah. And who, Roy Kent is his name? Okay, who is yeah. the scariest player I've ever seen. Like, he would drop kick people. Like, he would get tossed out of games for drop kicking people. But no, he is was... Is he good? I mean, he was the captain of Manchester United in their okay. heyday. So, yeah. But but thing is, much like Roy Kent, he was a vocal leader. He was a leader by his presence. He wasn't, like, the most talented guy, but very high football like you. Um, just, just a, just a presence. Like you did not want to see Roy Keane in the middle, but, but yeah. So I, I really like Roy Kent. Like it, it's very funny um, how how the actor portrays Roy Kent because I, I watched the interview and they said the moment that he smiles, they have to cut it because Roy Kent can't smile. So if he even <laughs> smiles a little, they're like cut the scene, start over. So yeah, Roy Kent is a also a very good character. Right quick, another scene that I liked when she was, when uh, Rebecca was singing <laughs> mm -hmm. and they show Roy singing along with her. <laughs> like, why is he singing Let It Go? I mean, everybody knows Let It Go because if you have kids or have been around kids, you know that dang on song. Like, most of the time, you don't have to have kids. You don't have to, to have kids. That... To know what the song, you might not know the words, but you know the song. And the fact that he was just kind of sitting back and he could not sing it was uh -huh. hilarious to me. Like, why are you why are you singing Let It Go? But it was great. It was great. All right. So D, with 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 one minute remaining, remaining, give give the people your your final pitch for why they should watch the show. No pun intended. <laughs> My final pitch: You should watch Ted Lasso because it is really in the time that we are in now. It is a show that you didn't know you needed. It is it's heartwarming. It's fun. It's not stressful. You don't worry about the rug being pulled from under you. It is just really a good show that shows you that there are still cool people in the world. There's kindness in the world, and that we can be okay with it. Um, I can't think of a reason for you not to watch the show, honestly, other than the language. Like if that ain't your thing, I get it. But I honestly believe it's worth it, even if you can't really deal with the language. Yeah, That's even the language is done so in a in a way to make it like not as bad. But but yeah, to echo what D said, this is a it's a throwback to like old TV. It's like just a really feel good show. Like I said, it, mm -hmm. it reminds me of Scrubs or um RIP Happy Endings. Like it's that type of show. Oh. Yeah, I know, I know. So yeah, if you just want something. It's 10 episodes, 30 minutes each. So if you want something to like just like a feel good show that you could just put on that doesn't re require like a lot of your attention, but you still want to give your attention to, then yeah, this is the show for you. It's that it doesn't require a lot of emotional um um lifting either. Like mm -hmm. you don't you don't have to to really give yourself 
<laughs> to the show because you can just you can just relax. Really, you can relax mm-hmm. and watch it. You don't have to be tense. Um, you can just know that good things are going to happen. And believe it or not, it's just as good when you rewatch it. I promise. It really is. Like it. I like I rewatched it. I rewatched it this weekend, and it's it's even better the second time around because. I caught a few things that like because they come back around on like the last episode and they reference some things that they put in like the first episode. I'm like, oh, like so yeah, as far as like the writing, uh-huh. like it's, yeah, it's 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 a well-written show. The jokes are good, the the story is great. But yeah, mm-hmm. you should you should watch it. But um in closing, we'll be reviewing Ted Lasso every week. And D, I did find out the answer. They're dropping the episode one week at a time, which is smart. Oh, cool. Cap- yeah. Capitalize on the hype. So yeah, we'll be doing, of course, our recaps um, once a week. This may run into our recaps or what if, but I mean, they're like two 30-minute shows. So, you know, we can we can It'll knock them out. Yeah, okay. as you can tell, this recap isn't going to be long. So so yeah, um, join us. Um, we hope you watch it. Once you watch it, let us know what you think. Please let um, us know closing, what you think. Closing thoughts? No, just let us know for real what you think. Um, you can hit us on Twitter at the KWC blog, and you can follow us. Well, you can follow us on Twitter, and you can go to our website at thekidswearcrowns.com. We're also on Facebook. We're not the band. We are not We're the us. band. We, yeah. <laughs> We're us. But come, we're also on Instagram, kind of. Like, yeah. on Instagram, I mean, we have an account. Um, so just come join us. Anything you have to say, we we okay with it. Like, yeah, yeah. you ain't gotta agree with us all the time. Just be respectful, because you know. Yeah, that's that's all that we ask. But yeah, that's until it. until next time. Peace. Goodbye.